Hello, I'm Dango Rose, and you're listening to the Mountaineer Podcast in conjunction with the Mountaineer Newspaper, the voice of the peak to peak online and in print. Brought to you by Mountain Vale Media. Now, listen in for the show. Hello, this is Dango Rose here to recite the news of the cold, snowy night when the world-famous Caribou Studios was destroyed in a fire. As reported in the Mountaineer Volume 8, Number 21 newspaper on March 8th, 1985. The title of the piece is Firefighters Battle Blaze at Caribou Ranch, written by Barbara Lawler. The frantic sound of chainsaws shattered the serenity of the Caribou Ranch Valley last Saturday as firefighters sought to reach the flames contained in the thick, soundproofed walls of the world-famous recording studio. Smoke was first noticed around 7.15 a.m. by 10-year-old Katie Gershio, and within minutes, the Nederland Volunteer Fire Department was on the scene with mutual aid from Sugarloaf and High Country Fire Departments on its way. It was probably the most difficult fire we've ever fought, says Paul Emerling, chief of the NVFD. Because of the nature of the building, there were a great number of large voids. We had to open each one individually, which took an enormous amount of time and energy. The sound studio was built with a complete inner shell constructed of heavy wood surrounding air cavities. There was no way of venting the smoke properly, and reaching the fire that was spreading through the inside of the walls was arduous and slow. There was absolutely nothing more anyone could do, says Emmerling. As the 40 firefighters burrowed into the burning building, An almost equal number of friends and neighbors arrived to salvage anything they could from the smoldering studio. According to Jennifer Baer, a spokesperson for Caribou Ranch, they managed to save all the master tapes and tapes from the vault, and except for a few, salvaged the gold records that had been hanging in the studio. But, she said, the recording equipment in the heart of the organization is destroyed. Multi-millions of dollars worth of equipment is totally lost. We are all exhausted. It's been non-stop since Saturday. Heavy smoke poured out of the west end of the building all day Saturday, and this necessitated the use of self-contained breathing apparatus. The Longmont Emergency Squad brought up additional air packs to enable the large number of firefighters to stay in the building to extinguish flare-ups. A team of men was also placed on the roof to squelch hot spots. And at the end of the day, two-thirds of the building was virtually untouched, except for damage due to smoke and water. According to Caribou officials, the fire apparently originated in a small pump room on the first floor, which was equipped with a backup heating unit to keep the pipes from freezing. Investigators have been on the scene all week trying to determine what caused the fire. Mild temperatures and diminished wind enabled the firefighters to have the flames under control by around 3.30 p.m. on Saturday, and a few volunteers stayed overnight to watch for flare-ups. 
Bayer says that due to legal considerations and insurance questions, there has been no discussion as to the future of the studio. Ranch manager Sandy Tomes praises the efforts of the Netherland Volunteer Fire Department and all the other volunteers involved. It was a massive effort, and we did manage to save over half of the building, including the projection room. At first, the employees were stunned, but when the fire alert took over, we all rallied into action, even saved three beautiful pianos that meant a lot to everyone. It's a loss that's going to change people's lives. But on the positive side, thank God no one was hurt. Elaborating on Barbara's story from The Mountaineer, Volume 8, Number 21, March 8, 1985 is a short editorial written by then-columnist Charlene, titled Caribou Studio, A Legend. Caribou Ranch, the studio where legends are made, became a legend itself on March 2, 1985. It was a sad day for many as firefighters labored over seven and a half hours to control the fire that destroyed the Rolls-Royce of recording studios. Whether it was the scenic privacy of the high country, the elaborate equipment, which included a 48-track sound mixing board, or just the essence left by the top stars who recorded there, one was held in awe by it all. I, for one, was. And upon hearing of the burning of the studio, my reaction was sheer disbelief. The whole atmosphere is gone. It was an inspiration to me to walk through the studio last summer, seeing gold record after gold record by such names as Chicago, Dan Fogelberg, and Elton John. I could almost imagine the musicians busy at work putting together some of the best music known in this country, casually running my fingers across the keys of the Rosewood Steinway Grand Piano, I tried to visualize the many who played them so professionally. The major question in most people's minds, will James Gershio rebuild the studio? How does one rebuild an atmosphere? To me, that's like asking a woman who just had a baby, does she want to have another one? At this writing, the extent of the damage is unknown, yet estimated at around 3.5 million. But how can one estimate memories or place values upon them? For some of the artists who recorded there, major parts of their lives are engulfed in the walls. In my opinion, only the most serious and truly dedicated musicians chose to record at Caribou Ranch. Being a non-musician, I can only assume the way some of the artists feel about the loss of the studio. It's easy to assess that another studio can be built in six to eight months, but for many, it will probably never be quite the same. Thank you for listening. This is Dango Rose, signing off. And that's it for our show. Subscribe online to get access to more news, weekly updates to our community calendar, and a link to our YouTube channel by visiting themountaineer.com. 
be sure to use the coupon code PODCAST when subscribing for a 10% discount only available to our listeners. I'm Dango Rose. Thank you for listening.